0: First service is nine a.m. to ten thirty, followed by our family service from ten thirty to twelve thirty, and now for the best part, let's get into the word.
1: Is in um, before we got the Bible. I remember many years ago, whenever we used to um, fetch water, I hated fetching water because our home, our home was on a hill, and the water was of course the water had to come from the valley. So you can imagine carrying all that water, you know? I normally tell people that I should be taller than I am, but because of, of, uh, of uh, carrying water on my head, you know, I, I became shorter, you know? And because of that, I hated that. I said, you know what? I have to change this. I have to change this. But uh, when you go to the well, what determines how much water you take is the utensil that you take. Is the utensil that you take. God has given us access um, to the river. The Bible uh, speaks of him, of his river in uh, Psalms uh, 65, verse nine. It speaks of the river of God, which is full of water, full of water. This is a well that never runs dry. It is full and it it can accommodate everybody. Hallelujah. But how much Mm -hmm. you take is dependent on the vessel or the utensil that you take, how much you draw is dependent on you, is dependent on your faith. This morning, every morning we come on this altar, we come to draw, hallelujah. But how much you draw is dependent on you, hallelujah. The Mm -hmm. uh, Bible, somebody once said that you can take um, a horse to the well, but you cannot force it to drink. Can't force Mm -hmm. it to drink. How much the the, the, the horse drinks is dependent on its thirst. How thirsty are you? How hungry are you? That's going to determine. How much you will take from God. And um, Pastor Diana was telling us that we have we have it, we have the access. You and I have got access to that water. We have got access to that water. That's why he says in um, Hebrews chapter 4 verse um, 16 says, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in time of trouble. We have got to come with the boldness. So this morning i just want to talk about um the simplicity of prayer prayer is not is not i'm not saying it's a simple thing but i want us to approach it with simplicity hallelujah simplicity Mm. but seriousness hallelujah yeah Mm. and jesus christ talks about prayer um in uh, matthew chapter 7 verse 7. we are going to talk about how to ask in a prayer how to ask in prayer When we talk about ask, I want you to look at ask as um, uh, an acronym. A standing for ask, S standing for seek, and K standing for knock. So how to ask in prayer? What does he say? In um, Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, he says, ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. that word so we're gonna, we're gonna start with that word asking so that asking the word asking the Hebrew, uh, the, the Hebrew the, the Greek word for asking is ateo ateo and it means uh, to um, uh, to plead for it means to to claim it means to entreat it means to supplicate it means to consult for that counsel that uh, <laughs> Pastor Diana was talking about you see that word ask, is uh, or carries a meaning um, whereby somebody demands for something that they need based on their relationship with the person whom they're asking for, for from, based on their redeemed rights. Hallelujah. So, when we are, that's why the Bible, that's why Jesus Christ taught, whenever you pray, say, My Father who art in heaven, our Father who art in heaven, because whenever we are asking, we are coming to our father. We are coming to our father. You see somebody on the street is not gonna I walk just into this house. I don't even, I don't even know how they'll just get in without, without my permission. But they cannot just come and ask for anything here, no. But my son can bump into my bedroom and ask because he's asking based on his relationship with me. He's asking with, with rights. He has rights to ask from me. Hallelujah. So he's asking like a child. So when we come before the Lord to ask, let us come as children going to our father. I need you to have that picture whenever you come to, to, to the, pres- in the presence of God, the presence of a father. You are coming to your father, your father who loves you, your father who cares for you, your father who died for you. So when you come, do not come as a beggar, just like uh, Uh, Pastor Diana was telling us, we we don't come as beggars in the presence of God. We come as children. We come as children. Says, ask, and it will be given. When my son asks, I give him. Hallelujah. And we usually ask for what we need. You ask for what you need. Ask for what you need. Isn't it funny how many of us have got many needs, and yet we don't ask? We don't ask. That's why he says. I think Jesus Christ said, "Up until now, you have not received because you have not asked." Hallelujah. We cannot go before God, the source and sustainer of everything that we need, and not and don't ask. Asking is an act of is an expression of dependence. It says, "My Father, I depend upon you." As a matter of fact, we depend upon Him. We depend upon him for the breath, the breath that we breathe. We depend upon him for everything because he is the source of everything. Your source is not your employer. Your source is not your business. He, he is our source. So you can ask for, for yourself as an individual. You can ask on behalf of another and Jesus Christ encourages us to ask things for everything, for everybody in prayer. By the way, um, asking does not only apply to God. It applies even to human relationships. So we need to learn how to ask, learn how to ask. Listen, we are not islands on our own. We cannot do everything on our own. Every one of us, I don't care how powerful you are, I don't care how anointed you are. I don't care how rich you are. Every one of us needs help sometimes. Every one of us needs help sometimes. Even the queen of England needs needs helps. That's why she has got helps in the house. The president of your country needs help. That's why he has got assistance, he has got aids. Hallelujah. Everyone, every one of us needs help. Why? Because sometimes, Things can be overwhelming. And that's why we come to God, our Father, when we are overwhelmed. We come to the rock that is higher than us. Hallelujah. Because we are overwhelmed. You say, when my heart is overwhelmed, where do I go? When your heart is overwhelmed, where do you go? That is the question. We go to the rock that is higher than us. We go to our father, we go to our maker, we go to our source, we go to our sustainer. You understand? So when you feel you cannot cope, ask for help. You may be, may simply be having a bad day. Ask for help. You know? Ask for help. The important thing is that you do not try to cope on your own because you are not self-sustaining. There's no human being that is self-sustaining. There's no human being that is self-sustaining. We all need help. And when you need help, ask for it. Ask for it. So that's why we come to the Lord, to ask for help. Ask for help. I know asking for help can be difficult for some of us. Why? Because of pride. Asking demands Humility, mm-hmm. asking demands humility. If you're going to ask, if my son is going to come into this living room and ask for something, he has got to come with humility. If he comes on a high horse, guess what? He will not receive anything. He has to humble himself, recognize who I am. You need to recognize whom you are asking from. He is your father who in heaven. So when we come to him, we come with humility. Hallelujah. <laughs> don't try to keep looking cool and collected ask for help my friend are you lost <laughs> some of us when we are lost we don't even ask for direction you <laughs> keep circling around the area you know are you broke ask for help my friend is the burden that you are carrying too heavy for you ask for help it Amen. is better to ask than, uh, than to prevent yourself from uh, uh, losing face. You don't have salt, ask your neighbor. There's a neighbor of ours here who wants to knock here. A white, a white, our neighbor is white, uh, one of them here. They knocked here and said, we don't have salt. And I thought, wow. I thought, you know, this was uh, in the in cheese over, not, not in London. Hmm? You understand? Yes, I know But it is tough. I know people can be tough, people can be nasty, but our God is not like people. He is not people, he is a God. We have a God. And when he asks, when we ask, he answers. He says, if you ask, you will be given. There's this song that we normally sing, um, what a friend we have in Jesus. He says, some things we have not because we, we ask not. When we have a friend who cares, Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. Yes, we, we, we are carrying some pain that we, not, we do not need to carry, yet we have a friend in Jesus. He says, what peace we often forfeit, you know? Why? Because we do not carry some things? No, everything to God in prayer. Child of God, you cannot do it on your own. You need to ask God. You need to ask God. You need to ask God. Most people have not received their healing from Jesus because they have not helped. They have not asked for help. We know that in the Bible, most of the people who asked for who, who, who received their healing asked. They dared to ask. Ignoring the things around them, ignoring the people around them, blind but myers, hard to shout for help at the top of his lungs, he had to shout. He was not ashamed of his status. He had to shout, child of God, you need to shout. You need to outshout the things that are around you. You need to outshout the people that are around you. You need to outshout the circumstances as you go to your father. Jairus, the ruler of the synagogue, he has a daughter who is sick. He is a ruler of the synagogue. He forgot uh, uh, about his status. He threw it out of the window and he begged for Jesus Christ to come and heal his daughter. John chapter 16, verse 24, I I spoke about that. He says, up until now, now," this is Jesus Christ saying, until now, you, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you receive that your joy may be full. Hallelujah. So as we ask, number one, we ask with simplicity. Ask with simplicity. Don't put much science in it. Mm-mm. Ask with simplicity. Asking gets the response of a gift. When you ask, he gives. It is a gift. I think most of these, you don't, you don't work for it. It is a gift. Salvation is a gift. We don't work for it. It is a gift. Ask and it will give. Children receive gifts from their parents when they ask. They receive stuff from their parents when they ask. We are children, God's children. You are a child of God.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That is number that's a, the truth number one that you need to know. You are a child of God and your father and your is in heaven. I thank God for my parents. They should be online right here. I thank God for them. I love them with all my heart. You understand? but they are conduits through whom I came. (laughs) My father is in heaven. Your father is in heaven. They are conduits through whom I came. So when I approach God with with the realization, with the knowledge that I am a child, I go with boldness. Let us approach his throne with boldness as children Not beggars. You're not a beggar. No. Go with boldness. Ask with boldness. That's why some of us, you know, fear even to ask for big things. Ask. I told you many times, I I normally tell people here that um, my son is now, I think, 20 something, um, coming to 21. When he was about a year old, I used to travel uh, to places like Dubai and um, Whenever I would go, he would tell me, can you bring me? Because we used to live under a flight path. So he would tell me, I need, when, you, when you go, I need you to bring me an airplane, like that one that passes on top of our house. Did you hear that boldness? He's asking his father. <laughs> because he knows that his father is able to do it. He can do it. He's asking for an airplane that is bigger than the house. He knew that I could buy a jetliner. Hmm. So, some of us don't even ask because we don't know our status. If you do not know your status in the Lord, you will never receive anything from him. If you do not know your status in Jesus Christ, in the Lord, in your father who is in heaven, you will be shortchanged. And you will be shocked when you get into heaven and find your room, a room full of things that could that you could that you could have received, yet you did not ask. James says that we ask we will we, we, we not receive because we do not ask, even at times when we ask, we ask amiss. God wants you to ask in a childlike faith. That childlike faith which desire asks me for an, an a jet liner. He did not want these small toys At one time i think i brought him a small toy and then he said he was you know he was satisfied with that one he was he said this one is not it's not enough i want that one and that's what and that's the mentality that you and dear and i as a child of god should have when we come to ask do not settle for less your god your father he is the king of the universe. Ah, yeah, yeah yeah Do you know how big your father is? Do you know how rich your father is? Do you know how loaded your father is? Your father is loaded, and you are just here asking for daily bread. You are asking for this small, small stuff. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. Let us ask with a childlike faith and ask for big things. We need to ask large. Ask large. Matthew seven eleven it says if then you being evil you know let's let's go let's go to to, uh, to verse nine. What man is there of you whom if his son asks for bread will give him a stone, or if he asks for fish will give him a serpent? It says if then you uh, being evil, n- if you then being evil know how to give good gifts, good gifts, what good gifts unto your children? The question is, is how much more shall your father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? He is loaded with good things. So once we know our status in him, then we go for the good things. Go for the good things, my friend. Hallelujah. Go for the big things because he is your father. You are a child in the house. Hallelujah, stop asking like a beggar. Lord, if you will, if, if you wish, you can, you can give me that. If you don't, no, no, just ask. He says, just ask whoever asks. He says, ask and it shall be given. So we need to keep asking. We need to keep asking. We need to ask him. We need to continue asking. I ask, that's why we come every morning. <laughs> Some people say, but why are you even bothering I think, I thought you prayed yesterday. Hey. I need more. This, I, yesterday's uh, provisions are not going to sustain me to, in today. Hallelujah. Verse 8, for everyone, the qualification is everyone. Everyone. one. This is not only for the apostles. It's not only for the prophets. It's not only for the bishops or the, or the pope, whatever you, they call themselves. Everyone that asks, receives everyone. So when you are coming before the Lord, child of God, ask with simplicity. Don't over complicate your petitions. Ask with simplicity. Hallelujah. Because he is your father. Ask for the, those provisions. Ask for them. Yes. Give us our, our daily bread. Give me in this investment. Give me that. Ask Do not worry, instead of asking, you know what we do? We worry, we worry, instead of asking. Philippians chapter four, verse six, a common common scripture says, do not be anxious about anything. These days, most Christians are consumed by anxiety. Hallelujah. Anxiety is misplaced demand, is is misplaced desire hallelujah he says do not be anxious about anything anything means anything don't scratch your head looking in the dictionary in the thesaurus to look for the definition of anything it, anything means anything in any situation in any in a sphere of your life do not worry about anything but in everything
0: Amen. not something
1: in everything Amen. hallelujah in what Mm.
0: everything Mm.
1: Everything. how by prayer by asking by supplication with thanksgiving. let your requests be made known to god Mm. let them Mm. be made known to him how Mm. by asking Mm. you go before him and ask hallelujah in 1 Samuel, verse 20, we find this uh, very interesting woman called Hannah, who had been barren. The Bible says that God had you know, locked her womb, her womb. But that did not stop her from asking. She kept on asking. And every other year, she went, she went to Shiloh. She went to Shiloh. She went to Shiloh. She went to Shiloh. She did not give up. The problem with some of us is that we give up. Because yesterday, it didn't work. Why should I even bother going to church? Why should I bother logging on? Why should I bother attending another prayer meeting? The other one didn't work, I asked and did not hear. This woman did not give up. She kept, the Bible says she kept going to Shiloh. She kept going into the presence of God. And one day the Bible says that she arose and went into the temple and poured her heart the lord she poured her heart in asking she asked and said lord if you shall give me a son i shall give him to you she made a vow yeah there's a day when we talked about you know um aiding your prayer with with vows and the bible says that in her heart you know she was rested she just went She just went back and, and ate because in her heart she knew it was done later on she got the child someone came and in verse 20 of chapter one this is what she says it says and the bible says and in due time <laughs> whatever you ask for has a due time has a due time so don't 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 give up just just keep Amen. on there is a due Alleluia. time whatever Alleluia. you ask for. It's, it's, and in due time hannah conceived and bore a child, and called his name who? Samuel. Why Samuel? For she said, I have what? I have asked for him from the Lord.
0: Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Some of us, our Samuels are waiting for us to ask. Oh you goodness. understand? Ask for your Samuel. Ask. She said, for I have done what? I have asked. I have asked for him from the Lord. She was specific. Give me, and she, she did not just pray for any son. She prayed, any child, she prayed for a son. Be specific. Don't just pray, Lord, give me a car. Be spe- what car do you want? What color is it? <laughs> give me a house. What, what size is, how many bedrooms do you want? How many living rooms do you want in it? <laughs> this blanket prayer. Be specific. Do you understand? Be specific and ask in simplicity. Number two, he says, seek. Seek. Whoever seeks does what? They will find. When you seek, you will find. When you seek, you will find. When you seek, you will find. Seek. Seek for that guidance. Seek for that insight, that that, that counsel, that uh, um, Pastor Masasi was talking about that counsel. Lord, should I do this? Lord, should I engage in this business? You are seeking counsel. You are seeking advice. The Bible speaks of, uh, of David in First Samuel chapter twenty-three, verse one to two. The Bible says that now David. Now they told David, "Behold, the Philistines are fighting against Caleb." Uh, uh, and are robbing the, the threshing floors, verse two. Therefore, David inquired of the Lord. He went to the Lord to seek counsel. Shall I go and attack these Philistines? Mm-hmm. Hallelujah! And the Bible says, and the Lord said to David, Go and attack the Philistines and save Gathala. Uh, he sought for counsel. Second Samuel chapter two verse one. After this, David inquired of the Lord. He was a seeker. He was a seeker. He, he, he inquired of the Lord. He inquired for, for counsel. Shall I go up into any of the cities of Judah, the Bible says. And the Lord said to him, go up. David said, to which shall I go up? Did you hear? He, he's specific. <laughs> for some of us, if he says go up, oh, the shoes, you just put on the shoes and, you, and you're out. You bolt out of the door. No, 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 no. He wanted to know which one to go, where to go. And the Lord said to Hebron. That's why James writes in James chapter 1 verse 5 and says, if anyone lacks wisdom, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him do what? Ask God. Let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and he will be given that wisdom. You understand? So we seek. Seek. Verse, uh, Matthew 7:7 seek and you will find. Seeking brings discovery. When you seek, you discover. When you seek, you discover. We discover God's word when we seek. If you just read through the pages, just going through the motions, you will not receive anything out of the pages of the Bible. But when you seek, when you, seek, when, you, when you set your mind to enter into this word of God, to seek the truth, you will find them. You will find his blessings in the word of God. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse um, 13. God says, you will seek me and find me. It's a promise. When you seek, you see, seeking is intentional. Seeking is intentional. I normally give an example of women who have got, you know, these pins that they put in their, in their ears. If one of them falls as she's putting it on and falls onto the carpet wherever, how is she going to find it? If she's going to find it, she's got to get on her knees. You cannot get, you cannot find that pin while standing. <laughs> You've got to get on your knees onto this carpet or whatever it is and begin to search. You begin to search, to, to, to to search, to, to search. You cannot find that pin on your, on your, on your, on your feet.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. Can the ladies say amen here? <laughs> just give me a wave wherever you are. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? That pin is just this small. It's very precious. Some of them are very, very expensive. They are, they are, gold, they are, they are gold. You need to get down on your knees and to begin to search. If you are going for a party, the husband is going to sit in the car and wait for ages until you find that. Until this woman finds this pin, you are going nowhere. Do you understand? The wedding can wait. I have got to find my pin. You get on your knees and begin to search. So Jesus, what is saying? If you seek me, seeking God is not just walking the park. You've got to be intentional. <laughs> what does that mean, seeking me? It means that he's a he's a God who hides Himself. He is a God who hides Himself, and that's why he want he wants us to be on this line. He wants you to be in your in in, the, in that uh, in your church. He wants you to be in your in, in that prayer meeting to seek Him to find Him. He wants you to put in effort. He wants you to, he wants you to you to you to show that you you have got um the, the fast. <laughs> He says, if you seek me, what, what will happen? You will find me. You will find me. So if this woman gets on her knees and begins to comb the, 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 the carpet, she will find that pin." He says, when you seek me, it says, in verse 29, verse 13 it says, when you seek me, how? With all your heart. Do you understand that? So we seek with all our hearts, not half-heartedly. The problem with some of us is we are half hearted." seekers. You need to be (laughs) an all-hearted seeker. Seek him with all your heart. Just like you are seeking for that money. When we go to a place of work, we we, we work with all our hearts. But when we come to seeking the Lord, it's it's lackluster. You know, we are cavalier. He needs you. If he, He is found by the diligent that's why he says in Hebrew. He says, "Is is is a reward of those who do what? Who's, those who diligently seek Him? Seeking God requires diligence. Prasiki arabon delebo diligence. You've got to seek Him diligently, not lacklustrely, not you know, you know, in, 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 in your own time. You know, you need to be intentional in seeking the Lord." Hallelujah. Now, we are talking about seeking for deeper stuff. Deeper stuff. Deep calls unto deep. We need to go deeper. Like I said, if, if you want the the, the of bread, you, you, there's, a, there's a level where you stop. But people who are seeking for deeper, they will go deeper. They will go on their knees. Seeking reveals the deeper, it it reveals richer values in God, richer depth in God that are only found in Christ. That is seeking my friend. When you seek, you discover treasures. (laughs) Treasures that are in the secret place. The secret place, the place is also secret. (laughs) So to find a secret place, you've got to be a serious searcher. Secret places are not just for everybody. They are secret for a reason. You've got to be diligent to find that secret place. And once you find it, go in and then get the deeper, deeper, deeper stuff that other people are missing. Do you understand that? Then he talks about knocking, knocking. You see, there are some doors that Need kicking in. Some doors we are just going to knock, but others we are just going to kick, kick in. Bah! You knock and knock, and when we knock, we knock with persistence. Persistence. Persistence is consistent insistence. You insist. Is it locked? You insist. You knock. Are they opening? No, but you keep on knocking. When you keep on knocking and knocking, the people inside will get irritated until they come to open. they they will get your attention. (laughs) They will get your attention. That's why the Bible talks about praying with importunance. Remember that widow who used to pray, who used to go to this judge that that she may receive justice. She kept on, the Bible says she kept on going. So keep on knocking. Is there a door that has been locked before you? Is there a door that has been closed before you? Keep on knocking. Keep on knocking until your knuckles hurt. The Bible says that this judge says, eh, this woman is gonna wear me out. She keeps because of her, because she keeps on coming. She, she, she's like waves. She comes in waves. <laughs> when this wave has gone, she brings another one. So you need to be a man a woman of God that goes in waves. Knock until the door is open. Knock, Persistence, persistent knocking gets response. Take that. Persistent knocking gets response because the people on the inside get irritated by the knocking and say, Hey, who is that that is not going away? They will come and open that door. Persistent knocking means prevailing in prayer, it means praying, staying all night, getting on, getting, taking the duvet every morning, and getting on on an altar like this one every morning. That is persistence. That is what they call persistence, my friend. And listen, like I said, persistence, prayer or knocking guarantees entrance into the secret treasures of divine resources. Isaiah 51, rather 55, the Bible says in verse, 40, uh, 40, verse one, thus says the Lord to his anointed, Reuben. Thus says the Lord to his anointed, Catherine, that's, that says the Lord, his anointed uh, uh, apostle Moses, put it there in name, <laughs> whose right hand I have grasped, to subdue nations before him, and to loose the belts of kings, and to open doors before him, to open doors before him, to open doors before him. Hey, those doors are not open to just people who are just, you know, lying in, horizon, in horizontal positions and doing nothing. Those doors are opened for people who are consistent, who are insistent, who are consistent. <laughs> consistent insistence. Hmm? Says, I will open doors before him. You see, they are belts, they are armors of kings that are about to fall because you are consistent. There are doors that are about to be opened because you are persistent. He says, and those gates once they are open, they will never be closed, ever. They will never be closed before you. So, this, the moment, he said, I will go before you in verse two and level the exalted places. And I will break in pieces the doors of bronze, those doors that you have been knocking on. He comes and breaks them in pieces and cuts through the bars of iron. And that, what does he do? He says, I will give you the treasures. Hmm? the treasures of the darkness, the treasures that that are hoarded in the secret places. Those ones are not accessed by these people who just knock once and go. They are accessed by people who are consistent and insistent. Did you hear that? Hallelujah. Persistent knocking calls for determination. You've got to be determined. You've got to be determined. You've got to be determined to get that which you want. Hannah was determined to get a child. She was determined. She said, you know, if it was another woman, because her her co-wife was getting pregnant every other year. If it was another one, she would say, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm not going back to this place. These things of God, they don't work, and that's what has happened to most Christians. But she kept on. She was determined to receive a child. How determined are you? She was determined. It takes time for God to grow an oak. An oak tree takes time. And listen, it will also take some time to answer, for God to answer some some prayers. Not every prayer he will answer like that. Most some prayers he needs you to keep on knocking. Keep on knocking, keep on knocking, keep on knocking. Do not get tired. Importunate prayer. You understand that. And lastly, ask with the right motive. Ask with the right motive. At times we do not ask because we do not receive because our motives are wrong. James 4.3 says, "You ask, you ask God for something, and you don't receive it." Why? He qualifies that and says, it's because you ask with wrong motives. You ask out of selfishness. You act uh, with uh, an, an unrighteous agenda. So that when you get what you want, you may spend it on your hedonistic desires or passions. <laughs> what is your motive when you're asking? Some of us need to re- de- redefine our motives. If what you're asking for is not, is, is not going to gain the kingdom of God, if God cannot profit from answering your prayers, he will not give them to you. Some of us have not received the money we need because he knows you're, you're, you're going to spend it on you alone, me, my wife, my kids, my children, or me, myself, and I he's not, not gonna release it because everything that God wants to give you has got to, be, he has, got to, he has got to benefit from it. How do other people benefit from it? How does the kingdom benefit from it? How does the world benefit from it? See, some of us are so, are, are so myopic. You think only about you. If you are full of you, you will be empty of God. But the people who are full of God will receive because they are going to uh, advance his purposes. If you are full of you, you are empty of God's purposes. So revise your motives as you pray, as you ask. Lord, bless me that I may bless somebody, that I may be a blessing. Make me a conduit of your blessings. A pipe that passes water from the the water source into your house, if it gets blocked, they will, the plumbers will have to come and replace it. But if it keeps passing water, it will, be, it, it will remain in the system. And guess what? No pipe remains dry. It delivers the water, but it will never be dry. So when you're asking from God, redefine your motives. Let them align with his will. He says, if we ask according to his will, then we'll receive. So close those eyes wherever you are, and I will pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God, we give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. We thank you, King of Kings, Father, Lord, for you taught us how to pray. When you said, Our Father, our Lord be your name, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, my Father, Lord. You taught us, King of Kings, how to pray. You taught us how to ask my Father Lord, King of Kings, this morning I'm praying that Heavenly Father, you will teach us how to ask, you will teach us how to seek, you will teach us how to knock in the name above every other name.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this sermon, and I know you've been blessed. For more information about Shiloh Tabernacle and other sermons, please visit our website www.shiloh.org.uk and don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms instagram twitter and facebook at shiloh ldn once again that's at shiloh ldn you've been listening to shiloh tabernacle london changing lives building dreams until next time